It's that time again for Yusuf on Security, the show that keeps you informed on all things cybersecurity. Ibrahim is here as usual with another insightful content. In this episode, we will cover encryption. We even hear encryption, and in particular, encryption on data addressed. What is that? I heard you say. Well, we will go into it very shortly. It's all coming up next on Yusuf on Security. This is Yusuf on Security, episode 5, recorded on Saturday, March 6, 2021, encrypting your data. Encryption is everywhere, whether you realize it or not. Um, we use encryption, in fact, um, on every day's live. Um, when you connect it to a remote site, um, when you are communicating via um, the secure messaging um, of late, um, encryption is, is, is pervasive, um, to be quite frank. So encryption is really everywhere, um, and not a single day goes by without coming across um, some sort of a headline um, for the wrong reasons as well. So for bad or worse, um, encryption is essentially um, here to be used um, um, in, in, in our daily life. And whether this is a, um, against a someone or against um, some sort of an organization or an individual, um, the target is all about data. Um, and that is really just boils down to, to document that we actually use um, every single day. Um, this is actually whether it's on a um, physical server or whether it's on your laptop or whether this is on your smartphone. So most of the data leaks um, can be split into two main categories because encryption is essentially to safeguard against um, breach, against um, unauthorized access, right? Um, and if you, if you remember the... The premise of security stands on three legs. Um, the um, confidentiality, which encryption deals with it. And the second leg is availability, to make sure data is always available, um, either upon request or when it's needed. And the integrity, which is a great, I would think, an episode that we will probably cover in the future sessions that are coming up. So, and that is normally um, abbreviated confidentiality, integrity, and availability. CIA um, in short. So most of the data leaks obviously deals with, um, that we're familiar with at least, or the surface of it, deals with the um, with confidentiality. Um, that part, that leg of the, of the security is pulled and therefore to all intent and purposes um, really security falls apart once you take confidentiality out of the equation. Um, and let's go dive into it. So what, what is the data leaks and what are the data confidentiality issues? Well, it's, it's essentially really um, boils down to when data leaves your hand and you really have no control um, who have seen it, what has been done with it, um, and who has been shared with, um, you can have the digital format of a data back. Um, you know, Think about a, a CD that you might have lost um, or a content of a drive that you might have actually uh, misplaced somewhere and then later on you um, realize that, oh, oops, I don't have that data with me, but you actually find the physical data um, holding um, a device back in your hands. Uh, it doesn't mean you have not lost data because that could have been copied. And digital, the issue with digital obviously versus um, physical um, paper um, is, is digital is essentially an exact copy. So you really don't know what has happened to it. Um, so um, when data leaks, essentially, um, it can be broken 
down, broken down into main um, categories. Um, so let's just focus on the main obvious um, two. So accidental um, data leak, which are could be accidental. And these are basically classified as data loss. And data loss... Um, can also take the form of a deliberate loss, so which is basically classified as data theft. Um, so accidental data loss can take place in, in many ways. So this can be losing a device containing, as I said earlier, sensitive data, so a laptop, a CD, a USB stick, or maybe through email, for example, when you send an attachment or a content of an email um, to the wrong person. Um, so accidental public disclosure, such as posting the information on a website, can also be seen as that. Um, so those are all accidental data loss. Um, and deliberate data theft can take place. This is what we hear um, time and again on headlines. So um, that can actually be within an organization, such as when an employee steals sensitive data, um, so inside the threat, so, so on and so forth, or from the outside, such as through attack by uh, bad actors. Um, another common um, form of data theft is when a device, for example, containing data um, like laptop, USB stick, um, and, so, and, and similar content holders, um, digital data holders are essentially stolen, right? So, and uh, essentially an indication of this scale um, of this issue was actually conducted by the organization um, Poneman um, a number of years ago that I remember. Um, and they, they really said around 70% surveyed had had at least one data breach in the last 12 months. Um, so, and I think fast forward to to this, um, to 2021, um, you can probably extrapolate that um, um, survey at the time um, um, to, to, to be even more because we're moving more and more out into the cloud and actually adopting um, um, organizations and adopting and moving their data um, out of their on-premise, etc. It doesn't mean on-premise is more secure than the cloud, but it's certainly um, cloud has created a lot of issue where people really misunderstood um, whether cloud is actually more secure or less secure you know, completely a different topic, but certainly it has created its own um, um, issues at the time. Um, so moving on, um, what is actually, um, um, what is a data breach? Because I've mentioned that. Um, so if you ask the question, what constitutes a data breach? Well, let's, look, let's have a look at what it means um, to actually have no encryption without um, which data breaches is inevitable. Um, so um, two basic things here um, need to happen to have a data breach. The first is that the data breach needs to leave your organization um, first. And if that data doesn't get out, how can you actually lost it? <laughs> right? So it has to leave the organization. Um, secondly, um, the data that does leave an organization needs to be in a format that is useful for the attacker, um, essentially. Um, we need to ensure that data, obviously, does leave the organization in a protected um, uh, manner. Um, and essentially, encryption is one way of, of achieving this goal, which is the essence of this um, um, episode. Um, if the data is encrypted, it's not a, in, a, in a readable format um, to, to the attacker, so therefore, it's, uh, it's beyond the reach of the, of the um, 
um, the content of the data is beyond the reach of the of the attacker. Um, who is going to prove whether data is actually um, accessed or not? Well, the proof is essentially um, the burden is on the um, is on, is on you, the data custodian, um, the holder, the owner of the of the of the data. So you make you need to make sure that you have demonstrated um, without shadow of a doubt that the data um, that has left the organization's um, boundary um, was in a unreadable format. Um, it's, 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 it's no um, consolation to say it hasn't been accessed. You can never, obviously, you can never um, prove that. So essentially, um, one of the ways to safeguard that, especially data that leaves our organization, mostly are either portable devices, uh, maybe on a laptop. Um, and typically what we use um, on a laptop, uh, full disk encryption, for example, is, 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 is very important for, for that reason, to, to, to maintain data privacy. Um, and this is why, uh, for example, on a typical Windows environment, you will turn on BitLocker um, um, to, to really put that, in, um, put that problem later. Um, 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 at bay. Uh, it protects the device essentially when you turn the full disk encryption on um, when it's not um, in use. Um, there's a lot, obviously, there are differences between when you log into the machine and when you're not logged into the machine. That's what I mean by um, it protects the device when, when it's not in use. We'll, we'll, we'll go into the details um, in, in maybe on this episode um, because it can get quite technical and in depth, um, but I, I'm, I can certainly do um, a more full on um, encryption focused specifically on the technical um, side of that. Um, so essentially when you turn on your full disk encryption, it helps and it's a great way um, um, to, to actually have it when you when you leave your, your laptop, for example, at a uh, security checkpoint such as the, um, such as airports, um, or if you are traveling on a, on at the back of a taxi, you know, how many times have you actually heard someone left the laptop um, at the back of taxis? Um, and essentially, really, if you look at um, the, the number of portable devices left, um, portable devices necessarily doesn't just mean a laptop it can be really a um, an ipad or an iphone um, because those are just massive usb sticks aren't they um, containing a lot of data um, and most of the people use their smartphone um, probably arguably um, as equal amount as a typical laptop um, and how many how often do you hear people have actually lost their laptops and they just left it at the airport when they were just doing the, the, che- the check-in and security checkpoints and so on and so forth. Um, um, full, in, full disk encryption really helps when that kind of um, um, issues actually arise, um, and 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 it's a it's, it's really a good way to make sure um, essentially a um, a that that device is is protected when it's actually um, when it left your your hand um, momentarily or maybe for good. Um, but you know, let's let's not um, overlook even with with full disk encryption, your data is still um, at um, um, at risk. Um, for example, a user's computer or servers can be hacked through phishing, um, malware, um, and obviously targeted attack. Um, we talked about on previous episode, you can refer to anatomy of a phishing attack and the follow-up episode um, that I've done um, in the recent past as well. Um, and essentially, if data is shared via email, um, um, you know, full disk encryption is not going to help. But obviously, um, I've certainly covered um, um, that 
part of the email on a previous episode that I've said. Um, now, full disk encryption um, protects on the devices actually um, not in use, um, but on email and, and other means of communicating um, communication, or maybe when the user is using um, the device, then obviously the full disk encryption that I've described doesn't really help. Um, and essentially, um, the device and the data address at that point that is on the hard drive, that's what I mean by data address, um, is no longer receiving the benefit of a um, full disk encryption. And so what exactly protects the data address to when the device is on and is in use if full disk encryption is not in use? Well, um, something called file-level encryption um, is actually what is used uh, um, at that level. Um, File-level encryption is different than full-disk encryption. And the concept is, is really pretty simple. Uh, File-level encryption requires keys to access the data in the same way that a full-disk encryption does um, when you actually turn on the machine. Um, I can take an analogy. Um, um, think about it. Um, it's like a castle. Um, so full-disk encryption is like the walls and the moats of outside um, stopping people getting into the castle. Um, whereas file-level encryption... Um, it's like putting a, a lock on every doors and every room in the castle. Um, so you can see the benefit of obviously making sure outsiders do not come in, and that's full disk encryption. But in case they come in, um, they don't just break every single wall. So therefore, you'll have um, windows um, and doors that further actually segregate um, within the castle. And that's really the, the file level um, encryption. Obviously, the, the, the need for file-level encryption to augment and help full disk encryption has been in place for quite a while, and it's nothing new. And obviously, security experts have advocated it for a long time, but it's, it's, it, it hasn't really been implemented as we wanted it, um, you know, such as our security experts. Um, and, and, um, and because it's, it's quite actually challenging, um, creating keys, um, segregating groups of users, um, giving individual either group keys and so on and so forth. So um, it, it, it can get quite um, um, quite, you can you can you can entangle yourself within that realm, um, 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 and I'm sure I'll cover that on on a dedicated episode on the nitty gritty bit of of, of the encryption um, technology and and actually what is the best way of actually approaching that. Um, but you know, sufficient to say that file level encryption um, is quite not as just straightforward as um, enabling a, um, a a full disk encryption on the machine level, and it can be time consuming to set up and administer, especially if if you have a um, limited number of ID, IT teams or if your IT are already um, essentially um, overstretched. Um, and, and normally, um, time and again, you will be able to see um, encryption, obviously, is one thing, um, but it, you know, complexity is always um, the enemy of security. So encryption has to be also simple. Um, and we do need, obviously, a, a design which can, which can rise up to these kind of challenges um, and, and come up with a way that people can at adopt encryption um, smoothly and, and, and simply. And that is really um, the best way to do is actually integrating um, encryption um, into the day-to-day -day, um, authentication and logging and um, need to know and um, access right so that it doesn't actually stand out as a sort of a um, silo pillar on itself. So data addressed 
essentially is what malware wants um, to either encrypt and, and actually that's called ransomware um, or um, to be stolen, um, breach and data theft and that's what the uh, bad actors want um, because essentially data lives on devices that are, is, that are used by human beings, scalable human beings that can easily be fooled via social engineering and phishing. So data addressed is essentially... Um, the, um, the 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 gold um, of the um, of the attackers and is is a magnet obviously for um, for the for the bad actors. So as I always say, malware is either on its way or is already on the malware. Um, the the question is, um, what do you know? Um, what exactly can you see, and how can you actually um, um, protect yourself? Um, I think we'll um, we'll leave this session as it is here, but just to leave you with a with a question, um, which I will further develop on a upcoming session. Um, how can obviously um, often I actually get asked, um, is encryption going to help me against ransomware? Um, I will keep you in suspense, um, and I will answer that question essentially on a coming up episode but let's stop here today and thank you for joining me for another great session thank you very much take care